we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. Yes. <laughs> this is Remember That One Time with your host, Chris. And CJ. And tonight we are bringing you not really sad stories, but some awkward stories of the ways in which we have hurt ourselves. I wish I could play Johnny Cash's version of Hurt here because it would be super appropriate, but I don't have money for those kind of fees. So we could sing it. You can sing it. I can't sing I shit. I hurt myself today. Okay, that's go. all I got. And that's all you know. Yeah. <laughs> the best. No, I know the rest. I know. But it's, yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, that's all you're going to get. Um, so that, yeah, that's our topic today. No guests for this episode, but there will be for the next big episode. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be super exciting. I guess we will jump straight into that then. Oh, well, first, the show is brought to you by, uh, first off, Perfectly Polished Paragraphs. Yes, the proofreading company that never leaves you hanging. They will proofread your shit. Just hit them up on um, the World Wide Web. They are at perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. You can email them at info at perfectly yeah. Info at com. We have a promo code for them and it's going to save you 10% and the promo code is PP20. So hit them up. They'll proofread your shit. Yes. PP20 for 10% off your proofreading services. Also, Mic Drop Mobile Media, affordable, dependable, unforgettable for your upcoming event. Now that things are slowly starting to open up a little tiny bit, like a little rosebud, um, people are getting the opportunity. I know, right? I'm trying to spin this into something positive. Right. (laughs) So now that we're opening up. So done with quarantine, like, God, for the love. Christ. Somebody throw a party. Exactly. And when you throw that party, reach out to Mic Drop Mobile Media to provide those tunes. Also, check out the Vinyl Sloth for some awesome vinyl needs, some cups and whatnot. And (laughs) what? But I don't know. My my mind just went like somewhere sexual when you said vinyl needs. I was just like thinking of like a vinyl sex suit or something. I don't know. It was weird. There's the difference in the two of us. I hear vinyl and I'm thinking like 45s or like records, vinyl records. And you're thinking of a gimp suit, like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Figures. And of course, always, as always, check out audible.com for your uh, free audible trial. That is going to be audibletrial.com slash remember that one time, or just head over to rtotshow.com. And it is the little button up at the top left for you to click on and get your free 30-day membership. 
I am 75% into the book. Why have I lost the name of it now? What She Left Behind by Ellen Marie Wiseman. And it is fabulous. Oh, is that the one, like the, the groupie? No, no, this is a book about a young girl and some like mis like family mysteries and it it switches through two different time zones. It's I mean time periods. Mm-hmm. Not like mountain and eastern time. <laughs> it's like, is that really a big deal in a book? But whatever. Yeah, legit. <laughs> it's good shit. Uh so check out Audible so you can spend your day listening to audiobooks in your car at your desk, wherever you happen to be, you can get some of that good old literary knowledge in your brain too. Yep. It's a good thing. Um, and really quick. Um, so I'm just, you know how I am. I'm just obsessed with like looking at the, the analytics on, course. Uh, on anchor for where our listeners are. And like, so the, obviously the, the listens have been just fucking exploding lately, which that's awesome. Right. But it's like, so isolated now to one specific city and it's oakland california like it was that in the bay city uh the bay area i think i think honestly i don't know if we're being truthful i think it's kind of close okay but um so yeah first i mean obviously when we first started out it was majority was tennessee well yeah tennessee and boardman oregon and then it was like now we have all these listeners in the Bay Area, like all these little cities sprinkled around the Bay Area. And now it's like 80% Oakland. So we either have like somebody that's obsessed with us and they're just like listening over and over again. That's gotta be it. Or we have like a straight up legit posse in Oakland, <laughs> California. And I'm here for it. I'm about it. Like, I want to know. Sweetheart, they don't call them posses in Oakland, California. Those are called gangs. Well, whatever. We have a gang. Okay. Yes. We need to think of a clever name or do some shit. Like, you know? Yes. Like, Come up with your gang name, and that is what your team name needs to be for the Chili Ray Cyrus cook-off. Yes. Yes. I'm so looking forward to that. So I have been prepared. We've had chili like 17 times the last like, month and a half. Because I'm like making all of these different chilies and like I, I froze a little bit of them, like all of them, so I can like thaw them and try them all at the same time. So I can see which one I want to make for the cook-off. And uh, okay. so I got the idea, well, it wasn't my idea, actually, it was Chris's idea. He was like, why don't you go get prime rib and have them grind it up like ground meat and use that? And so I was like, okay, let's do that. So I went to Whole Foods. I was like, hey, I need, this is going to sound weird, but I need a pound of prime rib and I want you to grind it up. So he, ground, he grinds it up. He gives it to me. You know how much this one pound of fucking meat was? $37. $30. Jesus. I was close. $30. And I made it two nights ago. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was really tender, but really the taste, it's not, it doesn't taste any different than regular ground meat. Just more tender. I was like, fucking really man i had this all hyped up in my brain like oh man this is gonna be so good yeah no. for 30 dollars, it had better cook itself yeah so not gonna use that one so Mm-mm, fuck that yeah okay well anyways it now finally getting into the show technically how uh different ways we hurt ourselves 
we have come just shy of the emergency room. Actually, I think one, I ended up, I tried to go to the emergency room, but it just, it didn't work. You drunk? Wait, actually, no, I did end up in the emergency room because I tried to go to a regular doctor and they were like, no. So yeah. They were like, bro, you dying. (laughs) Right? I can explain it better in a second, but the first one, which is the most recent, which is why it's on the list first, um, is that I was in the shower. Do you want to like crisscross these or do you want to just like blast through mine and blast through yours? We can crisscross. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, cool. Um, so I was in the shower and like, I had been feeling a bit swampy. Like something had just not been cleansed properly. I was probably out of my booty wipes, like, you know, like wet wipes, but for adults. Yep. Yeah. My booty wipes. See, I got a process. Okay. You wipe with the regular toilet paper first, then you use the booty wipes and then you have to use the regular toilet paper again to wipe up the moisture or else you're going to like rub against each other and chafe all day. I do the same exact thing, except I'm a cheap-ass bitch, and I just use off-brand Huggies wipes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, mine, mine aren't even Huggies. Mine are, like, Walmart great value brand or whatever. Yeah, whatever's, like, 99 cents at Kroger. Yeah, legit. So, and I was out of my booty wipes, so all I had was just my step one with, like, an extra couple of wipes with step two. Like, I'm trying trying to get everything, but I don't have my booty wipes. So I'm like, I'm not feeling confident about the situation in my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) There's a situation going on. So I'm in the shower and I'm like, okay, well, this is prime time to get this taken care of. So I don't have to worry about this. So I'm like trying to get in there and wash my anus in the shower. And I like twisted the wrong way, which fucking shows my age. And I literally pulled a back muscle, like a middle, middle back muscle twisting, trying to reach everything to the point where I was like in tears and I had to take a muscle relaxer and I could barely get out of the shower because I couldn't like bend enough to lift my leg over the ledge of the shower. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to die this way. Having to take muscle relaxers because you threw your back out trying to clean your butthole. Yes. Try explaining that at the pearly gates. Yeah. Good times. Unfortunate. So, um, mine actually has to do with pulling a muscle too, and it has to do with butts as well. Lovely. So me and Megan were at, I don't know, it was like Marshall's or Ross or whatever. And you know, they have that random ass like clearance section where it's just like, nail polish that's been opened up oh yeah i love it fake nails that's missing a couple of nails some weird ass shirt that has an unexplained stain on it of some sort yeah and so i see this box and it's like this body shaper and i had been looking for like a full body body shaper because like i have a couple that you know you just pull them up it's just it's like really really tall panties like a you know whatever they're called uh spanks like spanks but I wanted something that had like straps so that it wouldn't roll down. And so that's what this thing looked like. And it was black and it was like $8 and there was two of them. And so me and Megan were like, Hey, let's try this out. Let's see how it goes. 
And because I mean, I think the regular price on it was like $44.99 or something crazy. Holy shit. And so we thought we were getting a steal. And so we take it home and I opened it up and it was like not Spanx material. It was like imagine you're in the Caribbean and you're getting suited up to go snorkeling. Okay. Like that material. Like real like thick foam with like some sort of like covering over it that make keeps your body dry neoprene yeah like yeah that and I think we got large size large so I was like surely that's going to be enough so it's got like the two shoulder straps and they're connected so you have to like step into it but the side of it unzips so that you can you know have a little bit more wiggle room and so you know this stuff like sticks to your skin so you're having to like really really pull it And so I got it on, but like it squashed all my fat and it was like bulging out the side where the zipper was, where I hadn't zipped it up yet. Oh no. And so I'm like simultaneously trying to like push my fat in, pull the two sides together and zip it up. This is when you need a friend. And it's like clearly, clearly too small. And yeah, I got a cramp in my butt cheek and I went down hard in the bathroom floor I'm talking this was not an average cramp this was like debilitating it brought tears to my eyes cramp and I sat there on the floor laid there on the floor for literally 30 whole minutes and I was like calling for Megan like help I can't get up what do I do call the ambulance it was bad and so needless to say that thing is still hanging in my closet because I don't really know what to do with it I mean, I guess part of me hopes that I'll be small enough to fit into it someday, but I know that ain't never going to happen. So yeah, it's just, it's just hanging there. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't take the chance. It sounds scary. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, my next one, it's actually ended with me walking with a cane for six weeks. I don't know if you remember that or not. Did I miss that? I don't know, but yeah, they seriously gave me a cane at the ER, and they were like, you know, good luck. So I walked around like a geriatric person for the longest time. So I was getting ready for work in the morning. Now, it it wasn't completely random because it happens every now and then. Back in the day when I was 17 or 18 I used to teach modeling and gymnastics and cheerleading and whatnot and part of that gymnastics was uh spotting people trying to do like back handsprings and stuff and I had spotted this one girl that was like she was only eight or nine but she was my size so she was like she was all big girl and she was trying to do um a back bend and I was trying to help her with that. And I completely, um, slipped a disc in the middle of my back and yeah. So, and I had like a bulging disc that had slipped. So I had had, you know, back problems since that started. Well, this, this particular morning I was getting ready for work and I had bent down to pull my pants up. So it was like, I had one leg in And then I was going to put the second leg in and my back seized up completely. Like I could not move. I was stuck in 
pants putting on position. Oh, I remember that because you called me and you were like, yes. oh my God, what do I do? Ethan's at work. I'm yes. stuck. No, here's the thing. Like Ethan wasn't at work. So I tried him like 35 times and he never answered me. Then I called you. I called my mom. I called his mom and I called his sister. And I was like, if, because you guys are like an hour and a half, two hours away from me. So you, you were just like, well, I mean, let me know if you can't get a hold of him and I'll come get you or whatever. Cause <laughs> I think I was at work. Yeah. You were already at work. My mom was already at work. His mom didn't pick up either. I finally got his sister to pick up and I told her, I was like, look, go next door, wake up your brother. Cause I know that he's asleep. He's just ignoring me because he wants to sleep. Yeah. And so I was like, wake up your brother and tell him it's an emergency and he needs to take me to the ER. And so why was he sleep? Why were you at the apartment and he was sleeping? It's before he moved in. This oh. was, yeah, this happened before he moved in with me. Oh, I completely forgot that there was ever a time you were in that apartment by yourself. Yes, I lived here alone for six months, remember? So not I now. well not actually I think it was like three months because I moved in on my birthday in April mm -hmm. and then he moved in in like late July or August. Oh, okay. So there was a little bit of time where I was here alone. And in that little bit of time, this was actually like just after I moved in. So this was like April or May. Mm. And um, so I'm completely alone. He is ignoring me at his grandmother's house trying to sleep. So he eventually comes in and he walks in. So I was literally about to call an ambulance and have them like knock down the door. Cause here's another thing. My door is locked and I'm stuck on the floor. Nobody else but him has a key. Right. Right. So like if I were to call the ambulance, they were going to have to knock down the door completely to get to me. And I was going to have to pay for that too. And I'm like, I just really don't want to pay for all this. Somebody wake his ass up. Right. Right. So eventually I got, he got to me and I was literally laying like fetal position on the floor. Luckily I landed on a soft pile of clothes in my floor and I was just wearing like a shirt and my panties and I had one leg in a pair of pants and the other leg not in a pair of pants. <laughs> Oh and, my God. And that's yeah. what he saw when he walked in. Exactly. That is what he walked into. So he like had to scoop me up off the floor. I had to wiggle on a pair of sweatpants. And then he took me to the walk-in clinic and they were like, oh, well, that's going to be a uh, $150 fee before anybody can see you. Like you have to pay it up front. And I didn't have insurance yet because I literally just started my job like two weeks before. Right. So, and I was like, well, fine, fuck you. I'm going to the ER. So <laughs> I went to the ER instead and I got like a self-pay discount. I got all the, everything taken care of and they billed me like a normal freaking hospital should. <laughs> but literally all the dude did, he gave me an, um, uh, a steroid injection in my hip mm -hmm. that you, I'm sure you've had it, that white goo that takes like 85 years for them to actually yeah, stick like you with it. Thick. Yeah, and it super burns. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a shit ton of muscle relaxers and a cane 
he's like just take it easy but it was it was a back spasm is all it was but it like spasmed so hardcore that yeah i threw my back out putting on pants that's the Mm. the short of it and this was several years ago yes this was like this was still in your 20s yeah yeah this was 2015 so that was five years ago 33 32 30 28 29. yeah 28 or 29 yeah i was in my late 20s uh, hmm. so um when I had my Yee Yee truck before yes. it blew up, I really, really, really wanted a flag on my truck so that I could drive it fast and the flag could blow in the wind. And I had seen, I mean, it can be done. Every fucking mullet wearing redneck out here has a flag on their truck. And if they it can figure not, it out, by it God, you can. Impossible. So I watched YouTube videos. I went to the hardware store. I was like, look, this is what I want to do. Can you make it happen? What do I need to buy? How do I do this? And I don't know why I struggled with it so bad, but I went to, I even went to like a specialty flag shop and I was, I told him what I wanted to do. And he was like, here's what you need to go get at Home Depot. And here's how you need to secure it. Blah, blah, blah. So I got all the stuff. I did what I was supposed to. And basically the way my truck was made, cause it had one of those um, bed topper, the rolling bed topper things. Um, it was really the only way it was gonna work was to have somebody like weld the thing on there because it had, um, and I don't know what they were for, but there was two really big holes and it was just big enough to slip a PVC pipe down into it. So I'm like, why don't I just attach the flag to the pipe, slide the pipe down into the hole, boom, we're done. Well, that worked great until the pipe got like three quarters of the way down the hole and there's something blocking it. And so it made the flag or the pole like cockeyed and it just would not work. And I did all kinds of rigging on it, trying to make it work and it just wouldn't. And the last thing that I tried involved zip ties. Nice. So I rigged it all up, zip tied my flag on there, and I took it for a test run. And of course I got about 40 miles an hour and it flew out and I had to park and turn around and go get it. So I got back to the house and I was like, fuck this, I guess I just won't have a flag on my truck. And so I went to cut the zip ties off of the flag and I'm using this kitchen knife and I'm like trying to cut it and I slipped and I stabbed myself in the side of the thumb all the way down to the bone. And I bled all over this flag. America. And it was Memorial Day. So, you know, there was that too. <laughs> Your contribution <laughs> to Memorial Day. Yeah, exactly. I literally bled on this flag. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, gushing blood. I can literally see my bone. And Coincidentally, I didn't have dim, or, uh, dental insurance. I didn't, have, I didn't have health insurance either. So my ass was not going to the hospital. I ain't going to no emergency room, no walk-in clinic. I ain't doing it. I ain't right. paying some shrink to tell me, well, you cut your finger. You need some stitches. Fuck that. Right. So I blotted that shit dry, 
and I opened up my junk drawer and I got out the super glue and I super glued my skin together. I've seen my dad and do that so many times. It, he, I have to say it healed up nicely. There's not really a scar, but I'm still numb all down the side of my thumb. And this was four and a half years ago. Nice. So I don't think it's coming back. Uh, it's called nerve damage. Yeah. There's, there's just like, it, it's like this little spot. And I mean, it's gotten better. It used to be the whole thumb. The whole, yeah. my whole last thumb was numb, mm-hmm. but now it's just this one little side. And like, sometimes something will brush up against it. And I'm like, God, that feels weird. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's weird. So yeah, I bled on the American flag on Memorial Day. Good times. Well, speaking of bleeding, um, (laughs) so I took Ethan to Chattanooga for his birthday a couple of years back. And one morning that we were there in Chattanooga in the hotel room, I spent a solid one hour and 23 minutes on the toilet pushing trying to get this poop out this poop once I finally like I mean I was literally drenched in sweat by the end of this because this was such an arduous task (laughs) and the poop that came out was literally the size of my microphone like thing and it was the, the exact same shape it was completely round and the fucking size of a baseball it's like a jumbo sized rabbit pellet right and it was like you would think that I just picked up a clump of dirt because it was so dry and fibrous. <laughs> it was literally like a clump of mert of clump of dirt that had been thrown at you at the demolition derby or something. It was crazy. What, what did you yeah. eat? Well, I have no idea. There. I don't know, but ever since this happened, I never ever ever have pushed a poop ever again. Because I did so much pushing and everything that I literally caused an anal fissure. So it like my anus parts itself like actually ripped. And ever since then, it's not like, oh, I've got like a little hemorrhoid and it bleeds a little bit when I poop. No, it was like shitting glass every single time. If I, even if I sat down to pee, there was blood. Shit. It was awful and that and it happened or it didn't happen but it took like six months to heal it hurt forever that's not normal but i mean no it's he's like he'll go in the bathroom and he'll be in there forever and i'm like what the fuck are you doing in there and he's like i gotta poop and i'm like well fucking do it pinch it off man like got places to go and he's like, no, I'm not pushing. I'm just going to, I'm like, what do you do? Do you just sit there on the toilet till it falls out of your butt? Well, I mean, I just wait until I like, oh, I really have to poop. So you know that you can tell the difference when you're like, oh, I might have to poop soon. Or if I don't stop right now, I'm going to <laughs> shit myself. Yeah. I wait until I get just before the shit myself part. And then I'm like, okay, I know for sure I'm going to poop. If I go to poop, something is going to happen. I am not going to the bathroom anymore with the thought of, oh, I feel a little full in my abdomen. Poop may occur sometime in the (laughs) upcoming future. Because then I know that I'm just going to sit there for 45 minutes pushing something that ain't ready to come out. And I'm just going to rip my asshole into again and I'm going to shit glass. Oh, Lord. So does this happen like you know, every day, like, or are you, do you wait so long that it's like days between poops? 
it can be days between poops, but that's because of my intermittent fasting. I only eat oh. once every other so often day. So, I mean, if there's a day in which I don't eat at all, well, it's going to take that like whole day to save up stuff. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. To poop. So I'm not on a very regular schedule. So, okay. and also it's that's not like, like, uh, <laughs> I'm going like two or three times a day. God, I've never pooped more than once in a day. Yeah. That's weird to me. Like, I, I don't know. No, Everything I. seems to be working, so I guess it's fine. Well, yeah, you're not bleeding out of your asshole, so I have no reason. I have no room to talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Good um, times. So, my next one is an injury that I feel like um, is going to stay with me for a while until I do something about it, it's still with me right now. Mm -hmm. um, so we have some neighbors and they're from California and they're loads of fun. And they wanted me to teach them how to line dance. Oh Lord. So we were having a, I don't know, it wasn't even a cookout really. We were just sitting in their backyard drinking and they lived like literally, like I could see their house from here. And um, so we walked down there and we're drinking and having a good time. And so I'm in flip-flops, we're in the grass in the backyard. And I thought that was a great, you know, area to show them how to, how to line dance. After about eight shots of, I don't even know what she was giving me. I think it was crown apple or crown peach or something. Nice. So I, uh, I start Kentucky chugging there, right there in the yard and I fucking twisted my ankle super bad and I mean at the time it really didn't hurt that bad because I was drunk yeah talking about a night that ended with me throw I like I walked to the very back corner of their yard they had a fence so I was like I, I didn't walk straight to the corner I walked the perimeter of the fence because wow. I needed the fence to hold me up went to the back corner of the yard threw up Chris carried me out and carried me back home. I threw up in the driveway and then he put me in the bathtub and I also threw up in the bathtub and nice. I slept there most of the night. So really the ankle didn't hit me till the next morning. And yeah. so the next morning I'm like, wow, why is my ankle swollen? And he was like, funny story. You thought you could Kentucky chug in the wet grass at night in flip flops, drunk, and you twisted your ankle. And so I was like, well, alrighty then. Um, so semi grown up Courtney does have health insurance now, but I'm not about to go use it. <laughs> it's still going to be expensive. Yeah, you're going to have to be in a life or death situation. Yeah, like, I'm just going to deal with this ankle. I mean, okay, so I have one cankle now. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? This is what ace bandages are for. And it just, I mean, it does, like, walking doesn't hurt, but, like, if I'm in bed and I kind of stretch and I point my toes, I'll get, like, a shooting pain. <laughs> so nice. I'm like, okay, I just won't stretch that leg. Just, just don't do that. the other leg. It's going to be fine. You oh know. my goodness. So I'm just going to leave it. Seems legit. Oh, sorry. Seems legit. Um, 
I had had a couple of injuries like that. I'm going to wrap two of these into one because they're super quick, but I, well, I can actually wrap three of them into one. I, I'm hearing a buzzing. A and buzzing? I don't know where it's coming from, like feedback buzzing. It's on my end somewhere. Yeah, because so. I don't hear anything. You know what? What? <laughs> I think it's actually the ceiling fan. Like, the motor is like. It's possible. Turn it off and see if you can tell yeah, the difference. Turn it off. <laughs> That's funny. Nope, it's not. Nope. All right. Well, lucky for you, you get to keep the fan. You know what I actually think it is now that I've gotten up? What? I think it's legit bugs outside. It could be. <laughs> I hear feedback. It's bugs. It really sounds like, now just stop. Yeah, it's definitely bugs. Okay, well, whatever. They're our biggest fans. The bugs love us. Anyways, yes. continue. Anyways, um, I know it was sometime in elementary school. I think it might have been like third or fourth grade, but I ended up fracturing my wrist like right here. This is before me and you were friends. It's that long ago. It, I was- You lived in Smyrna? It might've been in Smyrna. I, my brain was telling me that it was like the first year I was at Eagleville. So it may have been when like me and Noel were friends back in the day. So it may have been like the very beginning of fourth grade, but I was opening a milk carton, one of those small milk cartons that you get for breakfast or whatever. And I heard my wrist pop when I went to like open it. And I was like, ah, cause I was like, oh God, I think I just like broke my wrist by popping it or whatever. And so I like freaked out. And when I did, I banged the corner of my wrist on the edge of the cafeteria table and that's what ended up actually fracturing my wrist because I was freaking out about the sound it made when I opened a milk carton. So that was dumb. <laughs> the next dumb one was I was getting out of my dad's car. I think that might've been the Mustang. I, it was one of those that had like the old school seat belts. It definitely was not the Mustang. It actually may have been my Nana's Geo. Do you remember the Geos had those automatic, automatic yes. seat belts that like, bzzz, and then like, yeah, they pretty much tried to decapitate you when you got out of the car. Yep. Well, my ankle was somehow like caught in it at the bottom. So when I went to open the door and get out, like it started moving. My leg was caught in the seat belt. I fell out of the car. One of my legs was still in the car. And I ended up fracturing my ankle that way too, like twisting it sideways and smashing it on all kinds of shit. It was bizarre. I don't even know how I managed to do that. You showed up at the hospital and they're like, what happened? And you're like, I got my ankle stuck in an automatic seatbelt. Exactly. <laughs> what kind of fucking shit were you doing in that car? Trying to get the fuck out of it. Oh my God. Like, and those things were like this close to the ground anyways. So when you like fall out of them, it's just like you spill out of the car. Yeah. It's stupid. And then uh, the last little like actual bone injury is you were there for this one too. When I slipped and fell on concrete in the rain and ended up like 
I don't know if it was an actual like break or fracture or whatever you want to call it, but I fucked up my elbow going to get an egg for our science project so that we could add that into the science project. It was like our Rube Goldberg machine yeah, and it had to like transport an egg. Or, I yeah. Know. I don't know. Miraculously, the egg was fine. I, however, was not fine. I was in a sling for two weeks and those two weeks included my 16th birthday when we went to River Stages. That's why I was in the sling, um, not looking very pleased as punch, because I ran in the rain in flip-flops and slipped on concrete. So pretty much the same effect that you had, except for instead of you having a busted ankle, I ended up with a busted elbow. Yeah, maybe your sling like was smelly and maybe that's why John Mayer said that we stank in that elevator. Perhaps. I'm still salty about that. I will be salty about that forever. I'm Fuck sure. John Mayer. I'm sure. Um, so I'm sure this has happened to anybody that's over like 65, but I'm not over 65. So that's why I'm kind of not okay with it. But I have fallen in the shower twice. <laughs> Get you some of those little, you know, things you put on the bottom of. I know they just do nothing but collect bacteria. Yeah, those are nasty. As They're fuck. super I gross. Just keep falling. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. Especially not like the little peach seashell looking ones. Oh, yeah, for but sure. I think you have to be like 80 to even buy those. Yeah, the, let me check your ID, ma'am. I'm sorry. You're too young to buy those. Yeah. I mean, and they're so nasty, dude. Oh, like yeah. Three showers and they're already moldy and black and gross. And oh, what yeah. the hell are you supposed to do? Pick them up and dry them off every single time you take a shower? Fuck that. No, aren't like, they? I thought they were like permanent stickers that you stick onto well, them. Well, yeah, you can get those. Those are even yeah. nastier, but you can get like suction cup ones. Oh, yeah. No. And they're all nasty. It's just, it's gross. But I mean, honestly, if the fucking bathtub manufacturer had made the bathtub the right way, then I wouldn't have to worry about it. Write a letter. Because normal bathtubs have like a textured bottom to prevent things like this. Well, my fucking garden tub does not. It's just slick right. all the way down. And I don't know, maybe I use too much conditioner. Maybe I use too much body mm -hmm. wash and I don't you know, rinse it out of the tub enough, but it was slicker now shit <laughs> both times. I bet. Yeah. So. Yeah. You should write a sternly worded letter. I'm, I'm honestly thinking about it. Well, I could get Z to do that for you because let me tell you that here's a little off rant here, but she ordered this like okay so you know what animal crossing is right it's like this super super popular game that everyone's playing on nintendo switch mm -hmm. and so ethan got her a nintendo switch and got her animal crossing and so she's in love with it and she bought a purse that's like an animal crossing purse and it's like white leather and everything well when she got it it had a couple of scuffs on it and she spent 55 dollars on this purse and she wrote them a scalding email about how unacceptable it is to receive a purse that she spent $55 of her hard-earned money to receive such shit quality 
like she was like, you need to talk to your people in quality control because they're not doing their jobs. And I demand that this is something be done about this. Like, I don't know how you guys want to take care of it, but something will be done. Believe me. And so <laughs> she wrote this like ridiculous email and they finally responded a couple of days ago and they were like, oh, we're so sorry. We'll totally take that into consideration. Um, here's like 10% off if you want to buy something else. And she's like, 10% off? That is a complete like slap in my face. She wanted them to either like completely refund her or send her a new one that had been quality checked three times over and was pristine as it ought to be. And she oh, like- for an animal crossing purse? Oh yes. So some like, if you want somebody to get on the tub manufacturer's ass, I can seek my little sister on them because she will give them the what for up and down, chew them out. You know what? That would be a good homework assignment and we can read the letter on the I love it. Show. So that you tell her what happened. I will have to do that. Tell her to craft her Karenist email. Oh, dude, when she goes Karen, she goes hard. I love it. It cracks me up. Anyways. <laughs> read it next time. Right? Yeah. So, um, I didn't really hurt myself necessarily this time, but it was just kind of something stupid that I did that, like, made me panic for a second and think I was going to die. But, um, we all have those think, moments. Yeah. So I was in like a third or fourth grade and we had just, um, it was when actually when Phil and Lynette were getting married. Um, oh, so we were just checking into the hotel in Ohio and it had an indoor pool and I don't know what was going on. I think we were going to meet up with everybody for like the rehearsal dinner or something. Cause we were walking into the pool area and Phil and Lynette were already there. Like they were just gonna meet us down there and we were gonna hang out for a bit and then go somewhere, I don't know, I don't remember. So I just got overexcited about the pool because up until this point, anytime I had ever been in a hotel was with my grandparents when we were traveling in the summertime and it was always about me, about what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I always wanted to swim. That was, that was the first thing that we did. You go, you check into the hotel and you, you get in the go pool. directly to the pool. That's just what you do. And this was my first experience staying in a hotel where the trip was not all about me. And apparently I was having none of it. And so I saw the pool and I got overexcited and I was like, fuck y'all bitches, I'm a swim. And I took off running and jumped in the pool. This was before my YMCA guppy lessons. So I did not know how to swim. And I also apparently couldn't fucking read because I jumped in the deep end. And nice. so I quickly realized that I could not touch the bottom and started paddling and fucking freaking out. And Phil jumped in with his clothes on to pull me out mm. on the night of his rehearsal dinner. So now he's dripping wet and so am I in the clothes that I was supposed to be wearing to go to the rehearsal dinner. And oddly, so am I. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was scary for just like a half second. I was like, when I realized I couldn't touch the bottom, I was like, this is it. This is where it happens. 
I'm a dime tonight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, let's see, I have one more. Um, we were on some girls trip to the beach a few years ago. And um, I had, this was kind of, well, I say a few years ago, this was several years ago, like before Bluetooth speakers were really a thing. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing we really had um, as far as like music down there was just our phones or, well, actually, I think I had an iPod, like an actual iPod and the, the iPod was dying and it needed to be plugged in. And I was like, I still want to be down here on the beach and I want to listen to music. And so I had one of those, you probably remember that big, huge orange, like mm -hmm. portable generator thing. Mm -hmm. And it had like an actual like house plug on it. And so I was like, I'm just going to go get that because it's in the car. It's charged up. We'll just plug my phone in and we'll still have music or my iPod or whatever. So I went to get it and we were staying in one of those like resorts that's like right on the water. So it has like a big wooden like boardwalk down to the beach and the sand and everything. And there's like the little showers where you can wash the sand off your feet and I guess just that it had a lot of traffic, so it was really wet and really sandy, and it was a long-ass walk to the car and back, and I didn't want to miss anything, so I started running, and so I'm carrying this big-ass generator, and I'm running, and I hit this patch of water, and my fat-ass hydroplane, and went down, smack, on the boardwalk, in front of everybody. There was Fantastic. a group of guys at the pool that started applauding, I was like, fuck y'all nice and I had a huge bruise like the size of my head on my hip that just turned like black blue green and it was only like our first day at the beach so like the rest of the time at the beach I have this big massive nasty thing on my leg that's when you just start yeah. telling people I just I fell down the stairs and yeah. then they like buy you drinks and ask if you're okay yeah I should <laughs> I should have milked it a little bit more honestly right but i didn't so well so yeah that's how i hurt myself today i love it well speaking of running and sliding and wiping out this shows exactly how dramatic i can be we so ethan and i share a shower because he has like pretty long hair and I like to wash it because I'm a weirdo like that. And he's lazy and he's like, Hey, sure. Somebody else will wash my hair for me, whatever. And so we had just gotten out of the shower and there was something, I don't remember. It was something ridiculous that had been said or done. And I was like, well, fuck you. I'm just going to go take my shower in the other bathroom so I like took off running, soaking wet from one bathroom to the next across the apartment. When I reached the wall or when I reached the bathroom, so the flooring went from carpet to linoleum. And as soon as I hit that linoleum, I straight up slid. So, and it was like, I was at a full speed run and there's a lot of momentum going behind that. <laughs> so when I hit it, um, one of my, so my left leg went straight out in front of me and my right leg was like underneath and facing the other direction. Mm -hmm. And so my brain didn't 
put it together immediately, it just saw that my leg was pointing, like one was this way, one was that way. <laughs> and that meant that my leg was like snapped in half <laughs> and I was never going to walk again. And so I laid on the floor and of course I'm bawling, crying, like screaming. I'm freaking out. And I'm like, well, this is it. This is how I die. And so Ethan came out, of course, not even concerned. He was like finishing his shower and he comes out and he's like, are you okay? And I just tell him, I'm like, just bring me a pillow. I can't move. I can't get up. Like my leg is broken in 15 places. Just give me a pillow because I'm going to lay here and die. Like just make my, make my final moments as comfortable as you can. (laughs) (laughs) This is pretty much what I told him. And he was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not going to try to move you or get you up because you're laying in the floor naked, wet, crying hysterics. And there was blood on the floor. Well, I figured out after I finally moved my leg and realized that it was just folded under me and it wasn't broken, I had just like somehow managed to do the splits and then lay down at the same time. (laughs) So once I figured that out, I got up and I was like, God, where did all this blood come from? And I'm looking at my left foot, the one that went out straight, that one, when I slid, my toenail hit the corner of the cabinet and it split my toenail completely in half. And so half of my toenail was gone, like all the way gone. And so like blood had been spurting out of my big toe because I- The whole time you were sitting there thinking you were dying. Yeah, the whole time that I'm thinking I'm never gonna walk again because my leg is shattered when really it's just folded. (laughs) It's really your toe that needs work. Exactly, it was just my toe that had been damaged. So that's the story of how I slipped and fell and totally didn't break my leg, but thought I was going to die. I laid in that floor for a solid hour. Oh my God. Like with nothing but a pillow. I was just naked and wet and crying. And even sitting on the couch watching YouTube videos, like just (laughs) waiting for this to blow over because he knows eventually I'm going to be like a toddler that like looks around to see if anybody's paying attention and like (laughs) just sniffles a couple of time, gets up and goes along my way. Yeah. Cause that's what I do. Damn. So did your toenail ever grow back? Oh yeah. Toenail's perfectly fine now. My leg oh. never actually broke and I learned not to run wet on linoleum. Oh, here we go. Bonus one that I almost forgot about. This was not my doing. This is not how I hurt myself. This is the story of how my husband tried to blind me for my life. So. I'm in the shower without him for once. He's already finished. I think he went to go like shave his face or something. And I have a problem. (laughs) Here we go. I have an admission here. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I steal sugar packets like a mad person. Anytime we're anywhere with sugar packets, you never know when you're going to need them. So I like to carry at least 30 in my purse. So I will be the person to like, dump the entire thing of sugar packets in my purse when no one's looking. Well, Ethan finally caught on to it when we were on vacation in Chattanooga, when he found one of the little like kits that comes with your coffee packets Mm -hmm. in the hotel. He found one of those like under my pillow because I was saving it for later to throw in my purse. 
because I steal sugar packets. And so he finally busted me on it. Yeah. Well, he like made me throw all of them out and not bring them home. And I was in the shower and he found another of my sugar packet stashes. And I, what he thought he was going to do was just open the sugar packets and like put them over the uh, shower curtain and it was just gonna like get in my hair or whatever and then I was gonna have to like oh darn I'm just gonna have to wash more but he like said my name and when he did I looked up at the same time that he went to do that and he straight up put wet sugar in my eye sockets and like when that happened it you know what wet sugar yes it's abrasive and you (laughs) know the texture of wet sugar Okay, imagine trying to blink that. It started to, like, solidify and, like, glue my eyelids together. So, of course, I'm in the, now in the bathroom crying, screaming, I'm blind, I'm blind, I'm never going to see again. Why did you do this to me? Why do you hate me? You could have just asked for a divorce. What is the problem? Like, why? And he just thought he was being funny, and I'm like, this, there's nothing funny about this. I can never see again. So, yeah, it took me quite some time to get it all out of my eyes. And, like, sometimes, still, if I, like, feel something in the corner of my eye and I'm like, I bet you that's a granule of fucking sugar and I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) I'm sure it's not. But still. How long ago was this? Hey, babe. Babe. He's not listening. Uh, Probably a couple years ago. Yeah, I bet it's probably all gone by now. Probably. So, yeah. Now, every time he gets out of the shower before me, I'm like, you better leave the fucking sugar alone. Fuck out of here. Do you still steal sugar packets? Sometimes. If I'm running low. (laughs) What? It's not, they're there to be used. How do they know? What is the difference between me using it right now and using it later? It's still getting used. It's what it's there for. Okay, Ruth. Yeah. I mean, I'm not stealing lamps, (laughs) but you know, it is what it is. Okay. Well, that wraps up this episode. Next week, we will bring you some more titties, which are currently in the floor, floor titties, which sadly mine kind of are (laughs) floor titties. That reminds me of that TikTok song I keep hearing drop them out let me see them too oh my god that's been around since like 1994 i don't know why it's making the rounds all of a sudden everybody is using it on tiktok <sighs> naturally um so there will be titties well maybe we can use that then as an intro i don't know um then sometime in mid-september still yet to be determined. We have a recording date, but not a release date. We will be meeting up with the uh, host of Slacker's podcast. Not gonna lie, I can't think of his name offhand because I don't have it in front of my face and I've slept since then. Andrew? Andrew, yes. We're gonna be meeting with Andrew from Slacker's podcast. He is actually in the same city as me, so Dixon Podcasters Unite. We will be discussing life and things, shooting the shit. Yeah, we're just gonna, we're gonna totally wing it. Yep. Just, so, just, it's gonna be fun. I listened to a couple of his episodes. 
He sounds cool. Yep. He's cool people. Yep. He's, he's our people <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, that wraps that up until next time. Remember to say yes to adventure because, <laughs> because it, <laughs> Why am I buffering? I <laughs> Say yes to adventure because it, because what am I? Yes to they adventures. Yes, because they become stories. And in the end, that is all we are. They, Cheers. Cheers. They become stories. That's what I was getting stuck on was it's and I don't know what the hell. Ah, cheers. Cheers. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night. And God bless America.